This feature is brought to you by Metropolitan, proud sponsor of the Slave Route Challenge, a race through Cape Town's history and culture. We chatted about it about an hour ago. Uh, there's a 5K fun run, a 10K big walk, 10K run, and a half marathon. I am doing it. It's my first race in a long time. I think I'm going to probably go and race quite hard. So I'm either going to go for the 10 or the half. And you run through, or you run past, rather, uh, the Whipping Post, the Old Slave Church, and Kusista Hill, uh, to name but a few. You obviously run past many other um hallmarks and uh, tourist sites here in Cape Town. Aubrey Springfeld has joined us, a tour guide for 20 years, a teacher for 20 years, and a family researcher for 30 years. He's a genealogist. Aubrey, good morning, and welcome to the show. Would you kindly come a little closer to that microphone there, Aubrey? Good morning, Nigel. It's a pleasure to have you on board. That Slave Route Challenge is significant in many, many ways, Aubrey, but today we're going to focus on names. We're going to focus on surnames. And would you kindly tell us how people were enslaved, how they came to, to Cape Town, and how um, we have a range, a myriad of surnames across Cape Town, and uh, focus on some of those surnames for us. Okay, uh, thanks, Nigel. Um, morning, listeners. It's a privilege to be here. Um, I am very happy that the, our sponsors started with this initiative to not just focus on slavery in general, but actually giving some kind of identity to the people. We had our slaves coming from Asia, from Africa, and these slaves were um, then named by the captains on the ships and also by the new owners after they have been auctioned under the slave tree in Cape Town. The slave did not have a surname. So all of these names, Yanavari, Fivari, Maat, Damon, uh, Abels, um, and so on, all these names were only a first name. And when we were recorded, or our ancestors were recorded, they would often be recorded as fun somewhere, from somewhere. That means from Batavia, from uh, India, from Ceylon, which is the old name for Sri Lanka. And uh, these would then be their description, and that would be a kind of identity given to them. They lost their own identity, they lost their cultural identity, and they were then brought to the Cape to be nothing but a number. So to a certain extent, that name was a number, but over the years then that name became the identity of the people. It's coming up for 21 minutes to... 10 on this Monday morning. This is Good Up FM with Nigel Pierce. Aubrey Springfeld has joined us, tour guide for 20 years, teacher for 20 years, and a family researcher, genealogist now for 30 years. Fascinating chat to Aubrey. And if you uh, have um, any connection to uh, slavery and the names and the surnames that Aubrey has just mentioned, he'll, he'll, he'll rattle off a, a, a couple more, then you need to sit up and listen. I, when I heard that I was talking to Aubrey... I then went to archives here in Cape Town and I said to them, would you kindly find out who and where I come from? They naturally wanted grandfather, grandmother, date of death, and then great uh, grandparents and great great. So they're doing some interesting work, I think as far, far back as um, the 1700s now. And they are going to come on air as well, Aubrey, and I'll, I'll share this with, with the audience because it's quite personal, but I think it's going to be very interesting for me 
to unpack all of that. And one of the reasons that we have Aubrey on is to give context to Cape Town and the citizens of Cape Town, but also for you to do exactly the same thing because you researched your family, Aubrey. Correct, correct. Where do they come from? Let's let's focus on the Springfelds. Um, Springfeld comes from here. <laughs> uh, we have found Springfeld on um, in Mamre, in Elam, in uh, Badarsdorp, in Ghanadendal, also in Enon, one of the Springfelds. Polar Springfeld went with one of the missionaries way back in 1818 to establish a new congregation for the Moravian missionaries in uh, Enon, just outside of Port Elizabeth, on the way to the uh, Addo Elephant Park. On my mother's side, um, uh, she was Titus, and then she goes through from Titus to Adams to Peterson, and these slaves were then the slave women right until the middle uh, 1700s. So both my father and my mother directly descend from slaves. Aaron that I was talking about, his mother was a slave and he just only had one name. So that afterwards when he was then baptized, he adopted the name, the surname Springfield. And as um, the founder of the Springfield group out there in Worcester, we, I've been doing the family research using the archival uh, sources and also the church sources. Eventually, last year on the 10th of October, um, we had on the farm where Aaron was born, we had a family reunion after I've spoken to the owner of the farm and the owner of the farm was quite happy to have us there. So we're building bridges. The uh, slave history can be interpreted as something to fight about or it can be something to be used to actually build the bridges for a new democracy. Let's focus now. I mean, you, you, you have alluded to it there, Aubrey. Let's focus on that rainbow nation now. Let's focus on the names. Let's bring it all together because you say the slaves came here from Africa. They came here from Asia. Captains named them or the new owners named them. They lost the identity. How did that affect our society? But let's also focus on how we can use it in a positive way. Yeah, we as we do the genealogy, we then discover how we are linked how people who have been later on um, excluded from the central uh, citizenry uh, because of the darker hue, um, skin color, those people then formed their own identity, uh, group identity. But in the meantime, we also, even long before the official apartheid, we were also aware of the stratification of our society that people who would be Abrams could be Jewish, could be um, Catholic, European, as well as Asian and African. So these um, are of the intricacies that we discover in the archives, and it is really um, such an eye-opener. Some of our people have also gone on to the level of doing the DNA tests, and um, just this weekend I spoke to an uncle of mine who, um, whose DNA is of the same branch of Nelson Mandela. I, I did that DNA test uh, with uh, Professor Himmler from, from Wits University. Naturally, roots in Africa, roots in Asia, and Tibet. <laughs> uh, it's just weird. But well, that would be slavery, right? There will be the slave route all the way down. Our people have been mixed. Our people have been integrating. Mm. We are a port 
in the same way as we had the port Constantinople. Yeah. We are port, and uh, which is so interesting. Uh, people ask me uh, as a tour guide, Aubrey, where do you come from? And then I let them guess. And uh, many of them are world travelers. And I ask them, haven't you seen family of mine in, um, in Israel? They say, yes, I've seen people look like you um, in uh, Sri Lanka. Yes, I've seen people look like So what often happens to me, I also, um, I, I also um, get that uh, discovery from people where they actually ask me sometimes, Aubrey, do you have relatives in India? Say yes, I'd like you to take a photo of them next time and send it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's 9.44. This is Good Up FM with uh, Nigel Pierce. Aubrey Springfield has joined us. When we return, we wrap up our conversation with Aubrey Springfield. He's done in the context of the Slave Route Challenge, which is happening on the 8th of May. And for the 8,000 runners there, you'll be running for one of the 8,000 names on record at the Zico Slave Lodge. It's called a Column of Memory and it's a great run, and you can either do the 5K um, fun run, the 10K big walk, or, or the 10K run for the serious, uh, serious runners, or the um, half marathon. Aubrey Springfeld, next. This is Good Up FM with Nigel Pierce. Aubrey Springfeld has joined us. He's a family researcher, genealogist. He's done that for 30 years, teacher for 20, tour guide for 20 years, and we're focusing now on the Slave Route Challenge. It's happening on the 8th of May, and today we're focusing on the significance of our names, of our surnames, where it all comes from. Um, Aubrey says that uh, slaves came here from Africa, Asia, other parts of the world. The captains of the ship renamed those slaves, and um, then the owners, um, they would have also renamed um, the uh, slaves, and that's how we come up with names like February, January, March, or Mart, October. Um, what did that do? And and, and even in, in, in a 2016 society, Aubrey, what did that do to... The slaves, what did they do to us, to, to you and me? Well, what we are doing now is, uh, what I'm doing is helping people to uh, use the um, records that are at the archives. I also try and make contact with the churches where the references are available and the records are available. And I get very, very good, excellent response, actually, from most denominations. So we discovered that the slave name of the father was normally given to the child when the child was baptized as a new surname. So February was the slave without a surname, and his children were then baptized with a surname February. And very often they also gave a new name, a new Christian name. And what then happened in our Muslim community, we would get um, the name Ismail, and the father would have been Abraham, and the father, the child's surname would then become Abraham's. Um, in in that way, we developed that, and that is what eventually made us quite proud of who we are. How, how did the the owners, how did the captains of the ship deal with the Muslim community on? on the ship and when they came to Cape Town? They just gave the people a name anyway and people were assimilated into accepting the order of the day. So, so, the, so, so sorry, Ulrich, so they would have lost their, their Muslim identity? Yeah, and then fortunately there's a lot of research being done uh, already into our Muslim community where they are focusing on the, where there's a focus on the Imams and leaders like Tuan Guru and Sheikh Yusuf and others who have actually done their bit to establish the um, their, their group identity at the Cape. And uh, 
people like Kami Kamadin will also be able to explain to you how uh, how people have actually in the work groups, the teams actually uh, say their prayers and uh, promoted their their group identity and their religious identity. Aubrey, we we must get you on again. We're we're running out of time, and in fact, we will get you on again. I want to focus just very quickly on something you said early on, and you mentioned the surname Abrams or Abrahams, and and you said that it could be Jewish, it could be Catholic, it could be Christian, it you could. Could come from Sri Lanka. You could, I mean, just summing up our conversation now. We're all somehow linked to each other, aren't we? We are. We are. You're spot on, Nigel. Thank you, Aubrey Springfield, ladies and gentlemen. I love him. You clearly love him. There's a lot of interaction on Twitter at Nigel Pierce at GoodHopeFM, and I think just also in summing up, for those of us who are so-called white, so-called coloured, so-called black, so-called Indian, go to the archives, find out who your grandparents were, get their date of deaths. And date then birth, a yeah. date of birth, and then go and research and find out who your ancestors uh, were, where they came from, and that gives us some kind of ownership again. And again, when I mean, Aubrey comes back, he must come back. If not in this context, in another context, when I say context, I mean the slavery challenge, then he's got to come back and talk about Cape Town. He's got to talk about the vibrancy here and how we all connected somehow Muslim, Jew, Christian. Um, Indian. It's great stuff and it makes for great conversation. My name is Aubrey Springfeld. I'm a direct slave descendant on both my father and my mother's side. On the 8th of May, I will be honoring my great-great-grandfather, Aaron van der Kaap, by running the Slave Route Challenge, a race through Cape Town's history and culture. The Slave Route Challenge is sponsored by Metropolitan, a division of MMI Group Limited, an authorized financial services provider. Check it out. Go to goodhopefm.co.za.